everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chomp Slap. Who am I to say I'm better than people who live under rocks, right? I mean, you rock people, you're probably pretty cool. On the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. This isn't Yemeni, it's Sulawesi, and the cup's shaking. I don't want my coffee shaking. <laughs> my name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say... You stay right there, and I'll bring you one where you're at. Or you have to get one from where you're to. <laughs> Welcome to Potty Time. For sure. That's a big fucking pile of garbage. I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicle. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercing? Like, no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's real sexy. <laughs> How could that be close enough? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. If you want cheese, you get a milk. You're waiting for pain. No, I can hate on it. It sucked. Boners. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Bly Time. The podcast that uh ooh, I got a new flavor of gamer subs in, not a sponsor. Gamer what? Subs. Subs. Gamer subs, what's that? They're they're uh like drink mixes. Oh that, like, badass gamers. Use. It's probably a chell thing. It's not a chell. Is it like thing. an energy drink? Energy yeah, drink. Yeah, yeah. They have energy drink ones and they have ones that are no caffeine. No cap. Like no weed. Bet. But yeah, it's pretty much like Kool-Aid. This flavor is guacamole gamer fart 9000. <laughs> this sounds amazing. That's made up. There's not, there's no way that could be a thing. I swear to God it is. I guacamole will Guacamole ga- gamer fart. Guacamole gamer fart 9000. Well, what was the 8000 like? <laughs> it was mid. Is, it, is this like the Terminators? <laughs> no, it's just, I mean, it's just the name they give it. I, it's it, They're a big brand with like podcasts and, and Twitch streamers and stuff. Then why are you drinking it? Oh, because I saw it on a, a Twitch streamer. Because he's going to start like, Twitch it. streaming. I, yeah, I'm waiting. He's definitely not going to play Elden Ring on it anymore. Oh, I can join him. We can play as a team. I, think I might have uninstalled it. Mm, that's a bummer. That's what cowards do. I thought about playing it again. Oh Jesus Christ! All right, well we'll get into that while I look up this link for gamer subs. But let's start where we always gamer start. Doctor Scientist, what are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Not a lot. Uh, I did see Captain Marvel though, or the new one, Marvels. How was it? Pretty good. What? It's just a new one called Marvels? Yeah, it's called The Marvels. Hmm. It's, what is it? Miss Marvel? Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and then Monica Rambeau. She doesn't really have a code name. The Marvel, Marvelous Miss Maisel? No, it's not that at all. <laughs> Different thing. Different okay. thing. But it was entertaining. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of people online are, I saw a lot of people being real scumbags and like cheering on the fact that it failed. Yeah, they don't like seeing women movies go do anything so well you're online yeah <laughs> there's no women online everybody knows that absolutely not too. no it's good uh it's funny uh the only problem i see is if you don't know a lot about the marvel stuff you might be lost on a lot of things that happen mm. okay because there's like a lot of well i mean if you didn't watch the shows for miss marvel and wandavision you don't even know who two-thirds of the cast are uh, who's from wandavision uh, Monica Rambo. I thought was I thought she was what's her name's wait which one's Monica Rambo who plays her I don't know her name but she was the one in WandaVision who bl- who blipped and came back and her mom was dead oh yeah which okay so she was from WandaVision I for some reason got it in my head that the the third part of the Marvels was uh the woman who was um 
from Captain Marvel movie, the one who was oh. Brie Larson's friend. Well, that's her daughter. So I guess she is in the Captain Marvel oh. movie, but it's okay. 40 years later. Gotcha. So there was a connection there. I, yeah, I had the yeah. Rambo name right. I just didn't. Yeah. Like she knows her because it was the daughter of her best friend from whatever before she got her powers. Gotcha. Glad we spent time going yeah, over that. Yeah. And, the, and there's other things that happen that if you didn't know what was going on and watching some other stuff, you wouldn't have an idea of it. Mm-hmm. There's, there's kind of like scrolls involved and stuff. But hey, otherwise, it's good. So uh, watch it. Okay. What did I play? Mm-hmm. I finished mm-hmm. up Circus Electric. Oh, yes. I've been hearing about this. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. I played it on easy. I can imagine on hard, it's hard. What'd you play it on? PS4? Yeah. Hard. I'm pretty sure there's a PS5 version. It's fairly new. Oh, you might, you might try Darkest Dungeon first. I don't know. It's it's like Van Brace. Is that how it is? Yeah, it's the same type of game, yeah. Okay. I didn't know if the combat was... The combat's exactly like Darkest Dungeon. That's what I thought of. Okay. So I beat that. It was good. Uh, and then I played this game called Trigger Witch. That sounds Ooh, fun. I like that name. <laughs> it's, a, it's a dual stick shooter. Ooh, Sick. I'm out. But uh, you play a... Wi- like, there's this world, and these witches do magic, but their magic is guns. Nice. I'm back in. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just have to go around uh, killing stuff with guns and finding. It's a bunch of fest quests, but it's fun. Just big guns and blowing up enemies and trying not to die. It's kind of hard at points. There's bullet hell. Bullet parts hell. Of it. I, yeah. I was going to say, it sounds like a bullet hell. Yeah. But uh, it was fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Play it. Trigger Witch. Trigger Witch. Okay. We'll put that I think on it's almost. new. Might be 2022. Could be 2019. I don't know. Who knows anymore? <laughs> right. Well, hey, man. I, I think uh, we're getting real close to the end of 2020, so that, that, that's great. I'm, I'm going through my black backlog of games. I'm down to 24. Wow. So Man, that's impressive. I'm very impressed. Yeah. And then maybe when I'm done with it all, I'll get a PlayStation 5 or yeah. 6. We'll yeah. see. You'll wait for the 6 and the new Ratchet and Clank. I might as well now. <laughs> I mean, all the important games for PlayStation 5, they're just going to re-release on PlayStation 6 anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Twice as expensive. I mean, I, I still have to catch up on... The new God of War. Is that PlayStation 5 only? No, that's PlayStation 4. Is it? I don't know if it is. But I didn't play Miles I Morales yet either. Um, that's PlayStation 4, at least. I can play that. Yeah. But I, Spider-Man 2 is not. Yeah, I got to play Spider-Man 2, okay. God of War, The gotcha. Ratchet and Clank, and Miles Morales. So it's the only four games, like big title games I want to play after I clear out my back catalog. You know you want to re-platinum Demon Souls. No. No. <laughs> yeah, no. you do. Maybe I'll actually play Elden Ring instead of just making fun of Papa Scott for not playing it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Well, no, playing it and hating it. I did play it. Yeah, he did. He did try. I don't know if he actually tried that much, though. I believe him. I mean, I tried. I I told you my whole thought process or everything <laughs> that happened. I, I didn't know what to do. So I went on YouTube and found like a thing that said, hey, how to get your character super OP in the beginning of the game. So I went around and got all that shit. And then I was like, I still don't know what to do. I guess I'll just go, dr- you know, go around the map, explore, unlock checkpoints, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I died every five feet doing that, and then I gave up. Yeah, I, t- I don't know if I have, like, dozens or a hundred hours to put into a game anymore. Not with that attitude. It would take me months. It would, yeah. I put, like, 250 hours in it. It's crazy. I mean, it. I think Trigger Witch, I played for, like, four hours before I beat the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and it was it took fun. You two weeks. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, but that's all I did, Papa Scotch. Entertain me. Oh, thanks for asking. I watched a movie. Okay, I watched two brand new movies that just came out 
Ooh. Um, okay, I'll talk about the one I did not like. Have you guys heard of David fin- David Fincher's new movie on Netflix, The Killer? Yeah, I was gonna. I was thinking about watching that. Oh, and you don't like it? It is so fucking boring. Really? Uh, That's a bummer. It is. I think it's the worst David Fincher movie I've seen. I think I didn't like, I liked Alien 3 more than I liked this. Oh, that's saying a lot. Wow. I mean, the whole thing was, and and this is like the first 20 minutes of the movie, but Michael Fassbender, who I normally love in things, mm-hmm. he's he, he played the role, I guess, as well as he could, but he's this assassin who, the whole thing's told, a lot of it is told in his voiceover where he's just like waiting for a target to show up. So he has like days of time just sitting there. Yeah, okay. And he's talking to himself and he's going over like all these important things to be an assassin. Finally, he's in Paris. We've had like montages of him living in this this temporary office space that he broke into. He finally does the job. The job goes wrong. Someone responsible for the job went to his home and like tried to kill his I guess girlfriend. I, they never established what that relationship was. <laughs> all right, all right. It could have been his mate. I don't know. I don't know who it was to him. <laughs> I think it was like his wife or girlfriend. I assume. Right. Okay. And then he goes on a spree, finding out all the people that were responsible for that and killing them one by one. But in all of that, there's one fight scene and zero gunfights. That sounds dumb. Yeah. What's he said? It was traps? very boring. No, there's no traps. There's just him being like methodical and. Just executing people and being mm. like cold and and an assassin type guy. I mean, okay. I just didn't. It didn't didn't jive for me. Mm-hmm, it was very slow. It was it. I was waiting for like the shoe to drop and like something crazy to happen. And it was just people talking. Yeah. Okay. Man, I right, take it. it out of my list. Yep. But if you want to replace it with something else that came out recently that I loved, have you guys heard of Reptile? Yeah. The Mortal Kombat movie. No, I wish. <laughs> no, it, it's um, Benicio Del Toro oh. plays a cop. All right, I'm in. And he was, apparently he used to be a cop in Philly, and his partner went down for a whole bunch of bad things, and he had to get out of there, and everyone in his new precinct is like, they're friends, and they're all very buddy-buddy, but they're kind of in the back of the mind like, and you're telling me you didn't know anything about what was going on with your partner situation? Mm-hmm. So the whole time, you don't know if you can trust him or not, but the movie follows him as he has another homicide in this new town, and he has to go through and figure out what the hell's going on. It was good, though. I loved it. Benicio was great. He's His wife is played by Alicia Silverstone. Nice. Wow. And she was great. I, for, I forgot she was a thing. I know, right? And she was fantastic. And Justin Timberlake was in it, and his role's limited, so it's fine. <laughs> and then there's probably other people that are in it. But it was great. I really liked it. All right, cool, cool. And then a bunch of rewatch stuff. I watched uh, Goon 2 again for like the first time since it came out. (laughs) And I remember seeing it originally and really not liking it because it didn't, it wasn't nearly as good as the first one, but I watched it again and I was like, this is fine. It's fine for what it is. It has faults, things I don't like about it, but it was fine. And then three horror movies start off with uh, uh, Blair Witch 2, or I'm sorry, Blair Witch 2016. You watched the the newest one? Okay. I thought you watched that like two weeks ago. I think I... No. I did recently. Okay. No. Is that the one where they go back to the town and then it's like a lot of it takes place in a big like abandoned warehouse or... Oh, no. That's Blair Witch 2. That one I did watch recently. This one, uh, the main character is the younger brother of Heather from the first Blair Witch movie. Uh, okay. Okay. 
and he's going into the the haunted woods to to try and figure out like anything about anything that happened and he's going in with his friends and then weird stuff starts happening i thought it was fine i didn't think it was the best movie ever but it's a serviceable found footage one it had some spooky moments in it all right i'm just completely lost in the which blair which 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 world which blair which is which i don't know what's going on i'm just lost in the blair which extended universe yeah I'm just going to skip it. I'm just going to blow past it because I could sit here and explain it to you, but we got no, a no. game I want to talk a lot about. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then we watched Shivers, the David Cronenberg movie from like 78 or whatever it was. Okay. I don't yeah. know if you guys ever saw that one. No, Body Horror. Never saw Apartment that. Complex. No. It's pretty it good. It's great. It's, it's early Cronenberg. It's like his first or second movie. Shivers, you say. I enjoyed it. It's a little bit like 70s slow, but okay. it's pretty gnarly. There's like a parasite thing that jumps into people and like... It's kind of like a zombies slash crazies situation, but All right. instead of being like flesh eating people, they just bang. Perfect. Yeah. It's pretty dope. <laughs> flesh eating, banging. Love it. <laughs> just banging, spitting parasites on people, shooting up any kind of situation that parasite can get into. They're also like the size of a dollar bill. They're not like little guys. Oh, interesting. Like big slugs. And then I watched uh, one of the best horror movies of our generation or any generation, Urban Legend. yep that's a classic oh fuck man there's so many questions i have about that movie but if you just take it as a piece of dumb 90s fun then it's it's fine it's fun yep yeah that's what it was it's fun but it's terrible it's not that great no (laughs) but it's very much like a screen i wouldn't call it terrible all right well it's not good if you're nostalgic for 90s horror and you're like i don't want to watch scream again at least you'll have fun with this one yeah well, if you want, if you're done watching Scream and then watch, I know what you did last summer. <laughs> yes, yeah, is very much in that camp. Yeah, yeah of yeah. the movies that tried to capitalize off of Scream. But then I played a game. I, I, okay. So I did play Chell. I played a little bit of Chell, not a whole lot. Okay, okay. Just like ten games or whatever, which isn't a lot. And then <laughs> wow. No, they take like if you put it on two minute periods just to get games done, they last ten minutes, not even with all the stoppages. Anyway, what, what, you were in the hospital this week or something? <laughs> no, I was on the road. I was oh. near my PS5. You didn't bring it with you? I didn't bring it with me. I'm not going to check my PS5. You got to bring that uh, the new thing, the PS5 portable that can. The portal thing? Oh, we're going to talk about that in our uh, oh. vibe check. It is a vibe. <laughs> it is a vibe. Uh, but the game I did play, RoboCop, baby. Oh, snap. How is that? Good. <laughs> oh. Okay. I'm having fun with it. I'm a big fan of RoboCop. Um, I was in the mood for a shooter because it's shooter season and I didn't buy Call of Duty yet. Yeah, don't. I, I'm not. I hear it's one. Of, well, we'll get to that in the vibe check. <laughs> but I just wanted a shooter. If you like RoboCop, if you like the RoboCop universe and you're OK with a game that it looks good, like it doesn't look like a bad game, but you can tell it's not a triple A. Like it's not as polished. Yeah. OK. It looks like an old school like Mass Effect game. Kind of, yeah. Um, the combat's fun, like shooting people in the face with the with the, the RoboCop gun. You can pick up other guns and use them. It's not a huge variety of guns, but people just blow up into red mist. It's a lot of fun. Nice, nice. If you're on the fence or if you hear about this game and you're like, I don't know, wait till it's like 30 bucks. I think it's worth 30 bucks. Yeah, okay. I don't know about six. dollars for a game anymore. <laughs> I know, right? Well, you know what I mean? Half off. I don't think it's worth full retail. I mean, I'm almost done with it. I almost have the platinum because you don't have, there's no difficulty trophies. Oh, okay. Pretty simple, but uh, I'm enjoying it. I, like overall, I'll be happy playing through it. And then after that, 
I think we're going to get into, uh, the wife and I have some plans. We got some time off coming up. So I was going to play Visage, which is, uh, like a jump scare horror game that's on PS4, I think. Okay. Oh, that's down your alley. Yeah. We're going to get loaded and play that. Nice. I'm excited for it. I like getting loaded. <laughs> and, then, and, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, all I did. How about you there? Search on slap. What are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Well, I've been playing a little more ratchet and clank. A little cool. further now, I think. Obviously. What's your favorite gun? My favorite gun? Like, the best gun? No, whichever. Which one you want to talk about? Which one do you uh, like using? Hmm. That's, that's a good question. I don't know what to base that on. I like the lightning one. Oh, the lightning one is sick. That just, it just shoots like, out huge bolts of lightning. And when you get it upgraded, it's like a goddamn storm is coming out of your gun. Yeah. And you can just electrocute whole bunches of people. I like the one that mm. shoots little flying razor blades or whatever, and it just... They keep spinning around. Those are always good guns in the Ratchet and Clank games. Yeah. They're always fun to use. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're all fun. I like the fucking topiary sprinkler, too. Turns things into plants. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's fucking banging. But That's yeah, cool. I, I played uh, one of the, what's it called? The arenas. It was mm-hmm. pretty fun. Pretty fun. I yeah, I think they them. only make you do like one or two for the story. Yeah. And the I, rest you can go in for more upgrade points or whatever. Yeah, I just opened the silver one. So going to check it out. Nice. So, yeah. Still good. Still fucking good. Okay. Watch a couple movies. Okay. Ooh. You guys hear this, uh, The Killing Tree? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I've heard those words put together, but I don't know anything about it. It's terrible. I thought it was going to be a slapper. It did not live up to the 73-minute time. Oh. Wow. It's about, it's about a woman who resurrects her husband as a fucking Christmas tree. Well, nice. And he goes okay. around... Killing people. It's just, it's terrible. That first sentence, I was like, that sounds like a slapper, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had yeah. to watch it. I mean, it only had like two stars, but I was like, I have to watch it. It's got to be close to Killer Sofa or something, but no. Or Slacks. Yeah, or Slacks, anything like that. But no, it was not good. Don't waste your time. Unless you unless you want a Christmas-based slapper kind of movie, then you could just put it on. But still. Not worth your time. Not okay. worth your 72 minutes. I watched this movie called Polaroid. Uh, okay. I saw that on Amazon, right? Probably. Uh, what's it called? It's like a cursed camera. Yeah, it has like a subtitle that. I don't know, but it's a cursed camera. You take a picture and then you eventually die. You know, just like there's a evil spirit that's coming after you. Turns out the cursed camera was owned by some serial killer back in the day or some some killer. I don't know. All right. It wasn't terrible, but it's not... It's not groundbreaking or nothing. Nothing to write home about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. 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 Then I got I got one more here. The Kill Room. Ooh. With Samuel Jackson, Uma Thurman, and Joe Manga Mangliano. Joe Montana? No, Mang Manga oh. Manganiello. Manganiello. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. You, you'd know him if you saw him. Joey Mangs. All right. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. He's like an assassin. He kills people with bags, like shopping bags, like puts them over the head, and they're laundering money through like an art gallery and they, they have this assassin paintings just so they have like something to sell to make it look like they're selling and he becomes like a big artist and everyone wants his shit because they see his paintings are selling for millions of dollars or whatever hmm. it's it's okay that could be your best reviewed movie yet today yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's, it's okay. probably the best one that's why i <laughs> saved it for last mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i checked that one out and then polaroid and then the killing tree if you had to, if you have to watch every movie I watch, that's the way I do it. Those hardcore uh, 
Slap heads. Slap heads? The slap no, we addicts. came up with yeah. slap addicts. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, we definitely came up with something better than slap heads. <laughs> yeah, if those guys, you know, if you want to check it out and tell me what you think. But that's pretty much all I did this week. Okay. Well, uh, you know, if that's all we got for our weekly updates here, let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Playtime Vibe Chat. Get that vibe. Is that the beginning of the vibe, or is this Twin Peaks? Well, I Whoa, wish it was, was Twin Peaks. <laughs> it was a vibe. Ooh, I just got a chill. That? It smells like a vibe. I don't smell no vibe on this side. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, so Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 came out, and I want to talk about it in a minute like here, because apparently it's one of the worst-reviewed Call of Duties in a long time. Yeah, people are saying it sucks. Which um, we probably should have called because wasn't the original plan not to release a Call of Duty this year? I think so. Yeah, I think they wanted to release this. Everything I'm reading is like, this is speculation, but they wanted to release this as a DLC. And then they decided, no, we'll make more money if we fucking put out a whole game. Yeah, so it's... And that's what they did. Feels like half-baked. I have not played it yet. It has a zombies mode that... I'm kind of interested in, but it's like completely different than any other like zombies mode. There's no round base. There's no like outbreak style. There's nothing like that. It just drops you into a huge map. Yeah. And it's kind of designed for groups of people to jump in and play together. If I had a group of friends that I would go in every day and play zombies, sure, but I don't. So I'm not going to bother until they add like round base maps or something like that. They're not going to. They're just going to. Chalk it up as a loss and release one next year. As long as he can spend money on shell, he's gonna. <laughs> well, I want to also spend money on weed skins, and That's I can't true. do that if the game blows. Yeah. What if he misses the coolest weed skin ever because he didn't buy this game? Exactly. <laughs> you're not thinking sometimes, Dr. Sonic. Yeah, you're right. I'm not. You're not weed skin forward thought like <laughs> I am. I, I think if zombies mode, like it has to get some updates, it has to expand, or I'm just gonna keep playing Cold War and enjoying that. Because that game's not going anywhere. I can play that whenever I want. That's true. And I can use my weed skins anytime I want that I bought for that. That's awesome. You know, we should come out with a, a weed skin plotty time shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a logo, but it's got like little weed weed plants in it or something. We'll do the back will be our logo with little like flowers. <laughs> and then the front will just say like short or like small near the pocket. Like this is my weed skin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I like it. Write that. I'm gonna write that down. You know what? <laughs> the plotty time Fuck weed it. skin. I'm committing to it. This this new clothing thing is gonna drop the day this episode comes out. Oh shit! Just gotta write down a little reminder to do it. <laughs> <sighs> we haven't had a new shirt in a while. Not since the Durf instructor. Yeah, that was yeah, sold. That was, that sold hotcakes. Well, I mean, only we had. <laughs> I think we had two or three million, and we sold them all except for a handful. Yeah, there's still some left if you want them. Just a couple. Just a couple. So get in there now. <laughs> get, get those derf shirts. So I also saw an article that came out and it said uh, something very interesting for YouTube. They said from now on, you need to tag a video if it's made by an AI program. Well, if it includes anything made by an AI program. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense because so people don't take it as gospel. Yeah, I guess so. Like, because apparently there was one channel, I forget what the name of it was, but. It was a popular YouTuber who does like Fortnite and talks over 
the videos and explains what's going on. Mm-hmm. And they're just transitioning the entire thing to AI so they don't have to do anything except play Fortnite. Well, that's genius. <laughs> I mean, it's genius, but people are like, well, what is this content if just a computer's made? Like, it's it's coming up with an ethical concern of, well, if it's just made by a computer who just scrapes the internet for information, then it... Yeah, that money should go someone else. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was interesting that if anything with AI-generated content, it has to... uh have some kind of note on it. I think that's going to be cool. I think there's probably way more of it in use than we think there is. Oh, there's tons of it. Yeah. yeah. It should not so, be monetizable. I agree. That's my stance. Well, then the PlayStation portal came out. Yeah, I know. I kind of really want one. Are you going to get one? Papa scotch? I don't know. Why not? Maybe he already has two TVs. I, I need to like see how well it works. Cause Streaming games to something else has not traditionally had a friggin' great reputation here. It wasn't great on the Vita. Now, I hear it's good on your home home network if you have it wired to your router, and then it's pretty good. That's just what I read, though. I understand how there's people who would do that, who have, like, the living room TV, and it's taken up by someone else, and they can bust out the handheld and play. I understand that. But for me, I have the two living room TVs and a whole other TV in the basement with a different PS5 connected. I don't think there's yeah, a market for me to do it. it. Unless you're taking a shit and you still want to play. Oh, he's got a TV and a shitter. That's, I have several. <laughs> There's one right in front of you. There's one on the floor in case you got to look down and really clench. <laughs> nice. Is there one on the roof? The yeah, there's one on the ceiling in case you're screaming <laughs> and still need to get your gaming in. All right. Well, yeah, I don't think you need one. How much are they? <laughs> 200 bucks. That's not bad. Uh, well, it is kind of bad because you're not really getting anything. You're getting a controller, which is 60 bucks, 70 bucks. And it has a screen on it. But can we just stream to our phones right now? Yeah. Yeah, you can. You're right. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I think if the price dropped, I would. But I just think it's very interesting. Like, it's not the PS5. Like, when the PS5 came out, it was going to sell huge and there was a huge demand. So all the scalpers bought them and started marking up the price. Mm -hmm. But apparently the PlayStation portal is completely sold out because all the scalpers bought it. And I'm wondering if like, are they really going to sell all of them at like 350, 400 bucks? Like I really? I doubt it. Cause 200 very iffy. I don't think I'd even buy it at 200, but yeah, there were ones on eBay right now being sold for 500 bucks. Yeah, that's I'm like, that's insane. That's like, I might as well buy a steam deck. If I'm putting that much money, you might as well it. buy a new PlayStation five and a tiny TV. <laughs> yeah. TV, especially, uh, Around the holidays when deals are happening, yeah, there's probably like a hundred dollar 32 inch or 40 inch TV out there. I bet there is somewhere. Oh, yeah, definitely. But there you go, that's the PlayStation Portal's out. Um, I haven't seen any reviews about it, I hope it's cool, but I don't know, I just don't think I have a market for it. Yeah, that's fair. And then in other news, other vibe stuff, we got the nominations for the Game of the Year awards have come out. Oh, shit. Oh, here we go with this again. Yeah, the 10th annual Game Awards are coming out probably soon by the time this episode comes out. But uh, they were talking about a bunch of the, uh, you know, nominees for the various things. And basically the headline that came out of this was that Starfield was not one of the games on the shortlist for Game of the Year. Of course. They didn't pay enough. They didn't pay enough, I guess. Uh, I just don't think, I think people just hyped it up for the first week. And then that was it. They got tired of it. I think, like, I don't know. I haven't played it. I don't know much about it, except that it's Fallout in space. And I I think there's going to be, it's going to be one of those games where there's like a small, very dedicated group of people that love it. Mm -hmm. Like Microsoft Flight Sim, 
and then everyone else just doesn't yeah. have any interest whatsoever in yeah, it. Yeah, I can see that. But the nominations for Best RPG, I think that was the only thing it was nominated for. It was Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Lies of P, Sea of Stars, and Starfield. <sighs> what a shock, right? I kind of want to play Lies of P. Yeah, I kind of do too. Not not going to pay 70 bucks for oh, it. Oh, no, no <laughs> chance. No, no. But the uh, the Game of the Year shortlist, there's six games on it, We've which... It's an interesting list. So we've got Alan Wake 2, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people say it's great. Well, which one of these isn't one of the big blockbusters that made a lot of money? None. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. None. So you got Baldur's, Baldur's Gate 3 is the other another one. Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, which obviously that's mm-hmm. going to be in there. Super Mario Brothers Wonder, which I think came out recently yeah. for Switch. And the one that was really giving... Resident Evil 4 remake. That's weird. Yeah, I didn't think that was... A remake for Game of the Year? Fuck out of here. Well, they're all either sequels or remakes, so... That's true. Yeah, but... I mean, Resident Evil 4... I'm not saying it's bad. Like, I enjoyed playing it, but... How different is it? Like, I mean, yes, there's, there's different things. There's many different mechanics that they put in it from the original release, but it's the same story. I don't know. It's not story of the year, it's game. Which is funny you say that, because the nominees for Best Narrative are also very similar. Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, and uh, Marvel Spider-Man 2, and the only one outstanding, which I think is hilarious, Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty. Which isn't <laughs> even a fucking game. Is that a, that's not even a standalone, is it? It's like, yeah, it's a stand... Uh, no, it's not. It's just a DLC. Yeah. How's that game of the year? That's what I mean. They, it's all they joke. paid money. Yeah, whatever. This is pretty ridiculous. Let's just blow past it. Yeah. Uh, last piece I knew of news I have uh, just came up other day. Last of Us Two PS Five Remaster is coming. Ooh, the fuck? Who cares? That's <laughs> it's not even that old. <laughs> no, it's from twenty twenty. Yeah. But the the reason I'm bringing it up is because apparently they're adding a new survival mode, a whole new game mode. Okay. I'm still not going to buy it or play it. I played it. Like, it was. Yeah, I played it once. It was good. I I enjoyed it. I'm glad I did. Mm -hmm. But I really, I'm not going to spend money again to play it less than three years later. Yeah. Silly. But that's all I got for the Plotty Time Vibe Chat. All right. How about we get into the game, guys? How does that sound? Oh, shit. This week, we are talking about a heavy hitter, one of my favorite narrative games of all time. (gasps) Spoiler alert, this will probably be the best score I've ever given a game. Whoa. Oh, yeah. We're talking Spec Ops, The Line. Why don't we just jump to the end, then? Yeah, well, if you know so much about it. (laughs) I mean, I do. The game was released June 26th, 2012. Number one song. Any guesses? 2012. Drake. That's probably too early. Yeah, he's probably still in that TV show. Probably some butt rock. Butt rock. Fucking love butt rock. But no, <laughs> no, no. Let's just go ahead and call Long Island Salsa. Oh, I thought we were going to get somebody else. No. Salsa. No, not, not on Sal. such short notice. Maybe he's next season. Around. Next season. <laughs> guys, he has a Ford Taurus. <laughs> I thought he was an escort. Hey, guys. How's it going? What's up, Sally? Hey, Long Island Saul, how you doing? Oh, I'm great. I couldn't be better. I'm working at the docks and I have a Ford Taurus. You don't have to keep reminding us. <laughs> a 97. About your 
your cannon. Well, I didn't tell you guys it's the 97 wagon, so it's oh, a pretty sick. big deal. <laughs> That's <laughs> great. Can you just sing the song for us, please, while on sale? Well, okay, so here's the thing, guys. Uh-oh. I don't really like this song. What? What do you mean? You like every song. You love singing. That's your passion. That's your thing, dude. Well, the thing is, you know, I don't really like this song, but uh, I figure, you know, to spice it up, I could bring in one of my other interests, which is beat poetry. Oh, <laughs> beat poetry, you say? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do it in the style of, of my beat poetry idols, like Gregory Corso or Deanna DePrima or Lawrence <laughs> Ferlinetti. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. We all know about Lawrence Ferranetti. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously. And I mean, he's no Gary Snyder or Jack Kerouac, but, you know, he's still pretty good. <laughs> Can you just do get into the... Yeah, 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 of course. Here we go, here we go, okay. Uh, always my favorite. Brought science okay, right back into it. <laughs> I threw a wish in the well. Don't ask me. I'll never tell. I looked to you as it fell, and now you're in my way. No I trade my soul for a wish. Pennies and dimes for a kiss. I wasn't looking for this, but now you're in my way. That's beautiful, Your stare was holding. Ripped jeans, skin was showing. Hot night wind was blowing. <laughs> Where you think you're going, baby? Hey. I just met you, and this is crazy. Oh. Uh, but here's my number. Call me so maybe. call me. It's Call Me Me by Carly Rae Jepsen. That is correct. I wasn't done. <laughs> so, well, <laughs> it's just the same again. thing over and over for the rest of the chorus. Dude, I could listen to him do beat poetry. <laughs> we can make this a thing. <laughs> no, that's okay. We can, maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll work it in later. Okay, great. Well, uh. You guys have fun with your game stories or whatever the fuck you guys do here. I just like singing. All right. Thanks, Saul. Appreciate it. Good stuff. All right. Bye. Okay. Yeah. That was interesting, right? I liked uh, it. It was okay. Hey. Okay from Dr. Scientist is quite a compliment. That's pretty much a 10 of 10. <laughs> Number one movie in the country. Uh, any guesses from what I just say? June 26, 2012. 2012? Um, Man. The no tagline, which I don't think is really going to help you guys. The tagline is just, there's just one little thing. Ratatouille. No, but that's a good guess. Uh, the synopsis. When John Bennett was a little boy, he made a wish that blank, his beloved teddy bear, would come alive. Oh, Ted. 30 years later, oh, yes, geez. it's Ted. Foulmouth Ted is still John's constant companion, much to the chagrin of Lori, John's girlfriend. Mm. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that was number one ever. But. Yeah, and then they made a sequel, and now they're making a TV show. Of course. Really? A series or some shit that's coming out soon, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, this day in history, June 26th, 1927, the Cyclone Roller Coaster opens on Coney Island. Oh, shit. Oh, nice. Still there. How about that? <laughs> the game was released for PS3, Xbox 360, and PC, developed by Jaeger Development, and published by 2K it is a third-person cover-based shooter mindfuck game, and Chump Slap, you picked it this week. Yeah, kind of. Well, this was a fan pick by multiple fans, like Drago the Slago. He said hey, the name! shout out, Drago. Well, we do it every time. I know, it's just funny. But we appreciate it. I know, I was kidding. It wasn't multiple. It was just him. <laughs> 
He was the first, though. That's a fact. Yes, yes. All right. Well, uh, how about you lead us into this game, Chomp Slap? Tell us what it's all about. All right. Well, I'm just going to jump right into it because we got a lot of talking, I guess. Maybe. We'll see. So, game starts. You're flying a helicopter around Dubai, shooting other helicopters out of the sky. You fly into a sandstorm, and one of the helicopters you shoot crashes in the your helicopter, and uh, you assume it's going to crash. Fade to black, and the word earlier comes up. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know you know it's a good one when it starts media res, right? Yeah. That's, that's the right way to say media that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Flashback to a couple days earlier. So here you get the story of one Colonel John Conrad, commander of the damned 33rd Battalion. <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> Hell the yeah. damn 33rd. <laughs> these guys were leaving Afghanistan when they decided to, they heard some news about these crazy sandstorms in Dubai. So they decide they're going to stop in, disobey orders, and go give some relief effort to to the Dubai citizens and all them, everyone who's stuck there. Uh, sure. Makes sense. I'm following. He's missing for six months now. Since that Seems happened. like a long time to leave him there, but yeah. Well, two weeks ago, they finally received a crazy static transmission from the colonel saying that the evac was a failure and the death toll was just too many. Yeah, so he was there. I guess the the reason the games give it for not having any communication out is the the sandstorms, like, limit communication. you couldn't get... But the the last they heard he was trying to evacuate the city and some, and it didn't go well and they haven't heard shit for yeah. two weeks they yeah. kind of well a couple weeks but that seems like so it was six months he's been missing these sandstorms are still yeah. going well it's a big uh disaster you yeah. know this game was banned in the uae no that's not surprising because yeah. they showed dubai and like rubble oh, i could see him doing that they're kind of cowards <laughs> yeah, they had. I, I love the pictures just to give you an idea of the the amount of damage the sandstorm costs. Like the sand banks were just as tall as the skyscrapers. Yeah, it was pretty neat. Like cars and stuff just stuck on fre- freeways. Like how mm-hmm. bad does it have to be that weeks that the sandstorm's raging and people just can't get in to help people? Yeah, it's the fact that there's a sandstorm raging for six months <laughs> just blows my mind right there. Yeah, well, anyway. What is this, Mars? I assume they have sandstorms. But Probably. Anyway. It's red. Yeah, right? <laughs> so we cut to one Captain Walker, Lieutenant Adams, and Sergeant Lugo. Ooh. They're walking through the desert, and they're making their way to a mostly buried Dubai. I have a fun piece of trivia here that I read and couldn't believe. Um, Captain Walker is Nolan North. He's a voiceover and everything. Yeah, He's been in a billion tell. things. Nothing surprised there. But... Lieutenant Adams, he is voiced by a guy by the name of Christopher Reed. Okay. A.K.A. Kid from Kid and Play. Oh, the voice sounded familiar, but I couldn't place it. The dude with the tall hair. Oh, I know. The tall hair. <laughs> yes, we know who Christopher Reed is. Yes, that's, that's him. I, I didn't know that. I, I read that piece of trivia, and I thought that was very interesting. Nice, nice. So they, they make it to the city limits, and they're like, oh, well, this is a no man's land. We're in here to just locate survivors, try to get them out, and then just get the hell out of here. Looking for the 33rd Battalion. Yeah, we're, we're the 
spider sending to catch the fly. Yes. The whole mission was to figure out what the fuck is happening. And when you find the 33rd to call back up, that's the whole mission. Yeah. Cause they know where the distress beacon is that sent out that last, mm-hmm. the only thing they heard two weeks ago. And it took them two weeks to even get a mission in there, which doesn't make sense. But anyway, you make your way to the stress beacon, you and your crew, and you find a couple dead 33rd members. They look freshly killed. And you're like, oh, what the fuck is going on here? Mm. And a couple refugee survivors from Dubai are there, and they, they decide to, I don't know, threaten you, and then... You decide to attack them. Or maybe they did attack you if you don't attack them. I don't know. I just The video I saw, they attacked first. Uh, you played this Popscotch, right? Oh, I sure did. Um, there are points where it's like a moral choice, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, but they, yeah, there's several different endings. I'm pretty sure the moral choices play a little part of them. Okay. I think they only, we'll get to that at the end. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they only play a part in the flashbacks but you end up fighting a bunch of these survivors or whoever they are and you kill a couple and then you make your way out of there you get a distress call from the alpha patrol they say they're surrounded by insurgents and you gotta fucking go help them out so who's this alpha patrol that's a good question this is uh i think it's supposed to be confusing okay like we're not supposed to we're, we're jumping in the situation with these three guys. We don't know what's happening. We saw these guys shooting at us. Yeah. And they're like, I guess these are the locals. Yeah. And their thought process is probably, oh, the locals are fighting the 33rd or something to that. Yeah. Matter. Okay. So you go to this alpha patrol and you come across like this hostage situation and you hear him talking and it's like the alpha guy is... I don't know if he's a CIA or whatever, but I don't know. He gets gets killed, but before he dies, he tells he tells you that the commander was taken to the nest and you got to go there and that's that's how you'll find out more of what's going on if you go find the mm. the commander. Mm-hmm. So you make your way, you fight your way to a television studio, which they call the nest, I guess, and there's slaughtered soldiers everywhere. Yeah, a lot of dead bodies. Yeah. Oh, this is where you see the CIA guy. Lieutenant Daniels? Is that who you're talking about? Mm, is this Daniels? Yeah. No. no Daniels is the guy. Yeah, this is Lieutenant McPherson. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. this is Lieutenant McPherson and a CIA guy are arguing. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And the CIA guy is saying, like, they rallied insurgents against the 33rd because the 33rd was AWOL and they were fucking shit up in there. They took, I don't know, they were just doing shit that was wrong. So they're rallying insurgents against them. So there's like a war. So you fight more soldiers because they think you're CIA now. And you see the 33rd is rounding up civilians. You're like, oh, my God, they're rounding them up to kill them. So we have to fight off this 33rd. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, yeah, that's what we got to do. Fucking kill them. So you you fight them off. And then you're, you're walking further into the city. And you pick up an interrogation of CIA agent Daniels by a 33rd member. Okay. And you're like, okay, we're going to go figure out what the hell this is. We know where the source is because Lugo or Adams, which one, I don't know. But they're good at pinpointing wherever the shit comes from. Yeah. So you make your way there. And then uh, somehow you're 
you have to you fall off a building. <laughs> that happens occasionally in this game. Yeah, and you find Daniels is dead. He's just hanging upside down with a speaker in his mouth, and it was a trap. He's been dead for a while. Yeah, yeah. And this trap was set up to find a guy named Gold. He's a CIA yeah. agent who knows you guys are there. And you're you and you guys are so confused. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm confused when I was watching it. I was like, what the <laughs> yeah. fuck is going on? Yeah. It's um so they yeah, they were setting a trap to get another CIA guy named Gould. And you're like, oh, I guess we're gonna trap you now. Cause by now I think the uh 33rd has heard about your group, the Delta group. Yes, yes. So Well the CIA knows about the Delta group, that's for sure. Because Gould says, We knew you guys are here and we're gonna help you escape this ambush, get the fuck out of here. So you eventually get out of the ambush, make your way out, and Gould gets captured. And here we see white phosphorus just dropped on a whole bunch of civilians. Yep. We assume it's by the 33rd because the 33rd is killing civilians and they're taking over Dubai, as we're led to understand here. Mm-hmm. And you just see more civilians get killed and then Gould dies because he was captured and they just fucking murdered him. Oh, yeah. Real good. And then I don't... Th- think there's a you can intervene like you have the option to sit here and see how this plays out and if they'll they'll kill gould and then they'll leave the area yeah or you can try to save him but i don't think you ever do yeah i figure he gets killed either way and then you go to his body and you find a map with plans on it that say like go to the gate that's and you're like oh that's must be where the cia was going (laughs) to stop these 33rds happen to have the map well, Gould has it because that's what CIA does. They carry incriminating evidence with them wherever they go. Just everywhere. Yeah. So you decide to go there. The whole Delta team are like, all right, let's go. Let's go to this fucking gate. Let's fuck shit up. Let's let's put an end to this 33rd bullshit. Mm-hmm. And you get there and it's heavily guarded by 33rd. So Walker decides, let's use white phosphorus on them. <laughs> You know, it's only a war crime one way. If you use it both ways, it's fine. He gets to the gate. He sees them everywhere. He sees the mortar, and he's like, let's do it. And they're like, even, who was it? Not uh, not L- Adams, the other guy, Lugo. He's like, we cannot be doing that. And he's like, no, we're going to do it. There's too many. And he's like, he's we like, have no choice. They're, rounding up, they're, they're killing all these civilians. We got to stop them, you know? And then, well, the important part and the line I want to go over is when Lugo, when, uh, Lugo's like, we cannot do this. Walker says we have no choice. And Lugo's like, we always have a choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is like a central theme in this game. It's very Except important. You don't. You do. Well, not <laughs> when you're playing it, really. <laughs> no. You, well, can't, you cannot do this part. Exactly. Like that's they tell you you have a choice and you always have a choice. And then in the game they force you to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot progress unless you do it. Right. So you use this white phosphorus on them and you're walking through the aftermath and you're like oh my god this is terrible and it stinks don't talk because you can't get these fumes in your mouth and you find out that the delta team you guys just slaughtered a whole fucking bunch of civilians i think it's 47 to be exact in a pretty terrible way yeah just hiding cowering trying to get out yeah and you're not very happy about it you're like what the fuck the 33rd rounded up these civilians and we just killed them all. Lugo's pissed, dude. He's like, you fucking just made us killers. Good yeah. job. And there's this whole argument as you 
you being Walker. They focus on Walker, who's just like yes, yes. the sounds fading out. He's just realizing what happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then he's like, they're going to pay. Yep. I'm like, fucking who? You just did this. <laughs> well, they tricked me. Well, the 33rd made him do it. That's what he yes. says. He says something like that. He's like, that's it. We got to fucking find Conrad and we got to fucking put an end to this. Mm-hmm. So they press forward. You find Conrad command team was murdered. So you find a radio and you speak with Conrad. You sure do. And you're like, okay, well, we're, gonna, we're fucking coming for you, Conrad. And I guess we should mention they have a relationship, sort of. like They were in Kabul together. Yeah, Conrad saved Walker's life. Yes. And uh, also another character, which we didn't even mention yet, the DJ. Oh, yeah. You hear him throughout the game. He's just broadcasting in Dubai over the radio. And he's the voice of the 33rd or whatever. He sounds like... A psycho who has lost it. Yeah, isn't he a uh, voice by fuck? God damn it. Jake Busey? Yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that was a pretty good casting. Yeah, that was really good. I like that too. So, and you're walking through, you're getting f- closer to Conrad, and you, you see these snipers and these two people hanging. They're alive, they're not like hanging from their necks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's a civilian and a soldier. And Conrad's on the radio. He's like, you got to kill one of them. Blah, blah, blah. They're both guilty of severe crimes. This guy stole water and the other guy killed random civilians. So, yeah. So you do this. That's a whole one of the choices you get to make. You actually get to make here. It's a thief or a murderer. Yeah. You have to be the judge. Yep. So after you do that, you run into uh, Agent Riggs. Okay. Who? He's a... CIA agent, I guess, and he's being attacked by the 33rd, and his operation is to get to the main water supply and cripple the 33rd by taking the water and helping civilians instead. Your your team is fighting the 33rd now, and you there the whole game, like, you meet several CIA guys, you know, Riggs, you meet Daniels. Well, the one guy's dead, yeah. Daniels, and Gould helps you out to get out of a bind, yeah. but you're basically like, I don't know if we trust these guys. And then Walker's basically like, well, they're not shooting at us. This The 33rd are, and they're fighting with Gould and the CIA. Uh, we're just going to side with them for now and see how it goes. Yeah, right. Which is interesting. Yeah, but, right. You just decide to side with the CIA. Because you think the 33rd is killing civilians trying to take over Dubai. Exactly. Yeah. So you decide to help Riggs. And he gets in there. He takes the water supply. He's driving the trucks out. And he decides to fucking destroy the water supply. Yep. His motivation was to kill off the remaining civilians and cover it up so nobody will declare war on the U.S. Typical CIA bullshit. Right. A little too typical. Makes total sense. And he tells you this all on his deathbed confession because he's trapped under a truck and he's like, fucking shoot me. I don't want to burn to death. Which is a weird... I'd uh, rather be shot in the... F- no, no. <laughs> it's a weird moral choice to give. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I like that about it. Yeah. It was like, do we shoot this guy or do I just let him burn to death because he just fucked everybody over? Either way, it's he's dead. He essentially killed everyone. Like, there's no more water. They're in the desert and they can't get out. Yeah. Like, everyone's fucked. Exactly. So, now Walker gets separated during the whole truck crash 
scenario here and he has to get back to him. So he does. He eventually does. Whatever. I don't know why I even wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> so he decides you're going to head to the transmission tower to confront this radio man who's been talking about the 33rd on the radio so fucking much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to talk to Jake Busey? Yeah. You, you really have no one else to go after except Conrad and you have, you have no, no leads or anything. Yeah. yeah you know, no idea where Conrad is. So you figure this radio guy who's acts like he's speaking for the 33rd must know where he is. So I'm going to go there. I think they also mentioned two things I want to mention. He was the guy who's on the radio. Walker recognizes his voice. He was a reporter that was stationed with the 33rd. Yeah. Yeah. So he Walker knows who he is. And I also liked, um, they didn't really show it in the videos that we watched, but a lot of the collectibles that you can stumble upon are like his articles and his notes that he's writing down. Oh, which nice. I thought was like a really smart way to to do collectibles. Okay. Like Intel. Yeah, like Intel. Yeah. Like it's not the Assassin's Creed feathers, which are like whatever. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, it makes sense that you would find his notes strewn about. But you were looking for the feathers because your little brother liked getting feathers for your mom. Man, I didn't remember that at all. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. I did not know that. Yeah, your mom kind of gets sad when they died. And then so you, he like used to collect feathers. So you go out and collect them. Oh, okay. Well, you see, that's how unrememberable it was. Yeah, yeah. You know what I meant? That's a word. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so you make it to this tower and they're like, hey, Lugo, can you uh, finagle this radio so we can, we can talk? And the radio man is just like, I'll do it for you. Here you go. He just clicks a button. Jake Busey. Jake Busey. He's like, here you go. Click a button. You can talk to anybody now. And then Lugo fucking instantly murders him. <laughs> I did not see that. Co- I remember it happening when I played the game. And even when I was watching this video, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Lugo's like fucking not having it, dude. They had no, such like a great it. rapport right before he shot him in the face. Yeah. It's like, why did he do that? Like this guy wasn't a threat. He was a mouth. Sure. But he wasn't a threat to them. He was unarmed. He was just like broing down with the with the radio guy. Yeah. And they were complimenting each other. And it's like, all right, thanks. Bam. Done. 33rd will pay. Let me shoot this guy in the face. Yep. Well, he's part of it. Yeah. And then Adams is not thrilled about that move. No. Well, he's fucking press, man. You can't do that. Another war crime. So Walker gets on the radio and he's like, we got this escape plan going on, blah, 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 whatever. So you decide to fight your way to the helicopter that's on the roof. And that's how you're going to get out of there. So you get in the helicopter, you destroy the tower, you shoot the shit out of it on your way out. And then this is the opening fight sequence. Which oh, Walker, you finally get there. Which Walker says, we did this already. Oh, that's weird. I thought that was awesome. That was awesome. That would have been like. Also, I like how when they first get on it and they were like shooting the like the 33rd so they could get away. Like they kill them all and they can leave. And Walker's like, yeah spin around the building. I want to see what else we can do. And you just keep murdering. So that's definitely another, is that another war crime? Probably is. Probably. Yeah. But he's like, let me take some time. Let me kill all of these guys with this big gun. Right. And these guys are like, what the fuck are you talking about? We, what do you mean we did this? Already? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you mean? Anyway, whatever. And then you, he does the first line he says yeah. at the start of the game. War as hell. <laughs> and then you get, you crash and you get into this dream sequence where you were like walking through hell or 
Something. It's kind of like Dubai on fire. Yeah. But yeah, it's weird. And then you're shooting all these like people on fire and then you just hear Adams like screaming at you like, what the fuck are you doing? It's interesting. But yeah, it's like uh, I thought it was like a burning obelisk that was just supposed to be some symbol, but it's supposed to be uh, the main building in the game. The one that's their version of the Burj Khalifa, whatever they call it. Yeah. The tower. The, yeah. The, tar- the tower. Yeah. Tower. Yeah. Wherever Conrad is. So you get separated again. You reunite with Adams and try to find Lugo. Mm-hmm. But by the time you find Lugo, it's too late, and he's been lynched by a gang of civilians. Yeah, they just strung him up and yep. hung him. Yep, makes total sense. Yeah, you're like, I'm trying to save you guys. Why did you just take my guy and do that? And then you're like, oh, you were part of the group that basically killed them and took all their water. Yeah. Yeah, so they're not very happy about it, and they're going to kill you, so you got to get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. So it's just Walker and Adams now, and you're going after Conrad. You get surrounded by the 33rd. And they're like, put down your weapons, blah, blah, blah. And Walker's like, I'm going to put down my weapons because that's the only way I can think of to get into this tower to see Conrad. Yeah. So he surrenders and Adam's like, fuck you, man. We didn't come all this way to just fucking surrender. I'm fighting these fucks. And he fights to his death. Yeah, they don't show it, but he pushes you over the side and you assume that he died in like this last hurrah. Yeah. yeah. While killing a bunch of them, I guess. It's kind of a sack move, but not really. I do have Adam's, I think, sack moved, question mark. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's him. So you make your way up there. Conrad's on your radio, and he's like, you knew it would end this way. Like, what? So you're stumbling up. There's no more 33rd outside. Nobody, they're yeah. all gone. And you just stumble into the tower with the 33rd there, and they're like. They kind of all surrender to you. We're done. We surrender. The last, like, eight of them. Yeah. We'll, we'll do whatever you say, Walker. We're your guys now. And you just walk right past him you go up to the penthouse to find conrad who's there painting the scene of the dying civilians or the dead civilians that you murdered with the white phosphorus mm-hmm. you're like what the fuck is going on here man <laughs> how does he know about this why is he painting it what conrad's still talking to you and he's he just disappears and you're like what the fuck So you walk over, you try to find him, and oh shit, Conrad killed himself a long fucking time ago. (laughs) He's just sitting there in a chair with a gun on the floor, bullet in his head. Yeah, because I remember they showed it in the video I watched, but there was a specific note that you picked up from the journalist that, or it was like a file on Conrad. Yeah. And it was like PTSD symptoms. Um, don't know if he can survive another failure. And I guess when he tried to evacuate and it didn't go well, he saw it as a failure, killed himself. Yeah, that makes sense. So then it all just comes crashing back. You see all these fucking flashbacks of Walker hallucinating all this shit. My favorite's when they were walking and he just stops and like Lugo's like, he just stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like staring at the bodies that are up there, and they're kind of. He's like, uh, "What are they? What's he doing?" Yeah, he's just like <laughs> looking at actual dead, hung bodies. And then he's just standing there looking at him, twitching. And then all of a sudden, he turns around. He's like, "It's a choice." And they're like, "Fucking what?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, they're soldiers in a high stress situation. They're probably like, "Okay, he's uh, he needs a second here." Yeah, but you think they that- they don't understand the severity of it? No, yeah, they is what I mean. Yeah, do you think they would have pushed more for like, all right, we're going. Yeah. We're going to go back. We we know what's going on here. 
Now let's get the fuck out because that's all we're here for. Which they should have done hours ago in this story. Once they made it to the first fucking beacon, they should have been like, well, yeah, these guys this guy are isn't okay. Yeah. But yeah, he just hallucinated all this shit and he blamed it on a dead man. So now we get to four different endings. Yeah. All right. Shh. Go. First ending. Yep. You kill yourself slash let Conrad kill you. Because you have a choice. Conrad's pointing a gun at you. He's like, well, you it's your fault, man. You fucking did this. You're an idiot. And you have a choice to either kill Conrad or kill yourself. You can kill yourself. Boom. That's it. Mm-hmm. Game's over. Second choice, you kill Conrad. And you use the radio <clears throat> to call for an evac. And then the army shows up. And Walker's totally PTSD'd out wearing Conrad's uniform. <laughs> and he's mm-hmm. he's holding a fucking automatic shotgun. Well. And the evac shows up and you can, they're like, oh my God, he's got a weapon. And like, put it down. And like, you can put it down and go away with them. And then. You leave with the patrol and then figure it out from there. Or you can fight the evac people who you just called. And you can fight them and die. And then it ends with you in a puddle of blood. And that's it, really. Or you can beat the evac group, get on the radio to their commanders and say, welcome to Dubai. And then you just fucking walk away in your own little crazy life while you're wearing conrad's jacket yeah yeah which is a totally fucked out of your mind for the shit you did a lot going on there yep and that's it that's that's the game what a great game yeah sounds like it okay we'll just we'll move on (laughs) (laughs) so that's the game that's it we did it we went over it and uh we're definitely better people yeah yeah well, so let's get into better. our uh, final thoughts. I think Scotchy should do final thoughts. He really wants to. Yeah, talk let him talk first. Oh, I actually thought it yeah. was his game for the entire <laughs> time you talked, even though you were talking. <laughs> he knew so much about it. Yeah. I was so happy. <laughs> oh man, I have pages of notes, but yeah, let let me hear them questions. All right. Did watching this video make you want to be a Delta Team member? Ooh, nice. Was the story pretty good, or was it better than you remember? And out of 27 stars to this game, how many would you surrender? Oh, nice. <laughs> Dude, on fire. Perfect set up for a perfect game. Did watching this video make me want to play it? Yes. In fact, I was going to pick this game soonish, and I had the copy upstairs to play it again. Nice. Um, I haven't played it since it came out in 2013. Uh, really enjoyed it. It, I, I think, honestly, it's a masterpiece. Like, I think it's one of the best video game stories we're going to see. I love the idea that it makes you rethink everything about playing video games and what it is to play a war video game. Okay. I mean, if you play war video games. Yeah. If you play war video games, yes, that's a good point. Um, and uh, the one big, th- I, I can't. Like, I could do a Minnesota on just this game. Maybe I will. I haven't done one of them in a long time. Yeah, true, true. 
Uh, maybe I will. Maybe I'll go through that. But um, so I'll limit what I'm going to say about this. I think it's an amazing game. I love the idea that the narrator, the person you play as, is entirely reliable. Unreliable. Sorry. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's not reliable sense. at all. And when you know what the ending of the game is, it makes you want to go back and play it again. Yeah. Because when you know the ending and you go back and play, you see that first group and you're like, well, who did fire first? Mm-hmm. It's like you did. And then there's another part where the the guy is uh, down there and he's telling you that, oh, they must have taken him to the nest. So you're sneaking your way there and you're just shooting people in the back the whole way. Mm-hmm. And then the DJ says... Uh, as you're moving on that there was an unprovoked attack on the 33rd and you're like oh man these insurgents are going after him and it's like no that was you you idiot like you're the one that did that <laughs> right right would i play it again yes did the story work for me obviously it's one of my favorite video game stories uh honestly it was an inspiration of doing this podcast and talking about video game stories oh yeah, yeah waited four years and it was i didn't want to do it and i kept not doing it for two reasons one it's a bummer and two, I knew it would be my highest score. So uh, okay. I didn't want to like blow that too early. But I love the idea. And just to sum it up, um, when you're playing a game like this, you're just so conditioned to believe that you're the good guy. Mm-hmm. Like you're playing through the story as the good guy who is put in a tough situation, who has to do horrible things to survive. Um, most of the games like Call of Duty or that are basically just like, oh man, wasn't that cool how we shot that guy in the face? This is like, you just killed 47 innocent people, including children. How'd that make you feel? Right. It's just a whole different game. It's a whole different thing. Um, it made, I love just like the little Easter eggs they do. Like when you're playing through the beginning of the game, uh, when you're just getting into the city and going around, you see like advertisements for like cologne or cars, and it's Conrad's face on there. Yeah, but you don't know that until you play the whole game. Exactly. That's why it's it's such a, like, it's a replay is almost a necessity yeah, yeah. to understand the whole thing. And it's a fun replay. Like, at the moment when you, you see the 33rd and you're like, they're, t- they're rounding up civilians, they're going to kill them. They were evacuating them. They weren't going to round them up and kill them. And then when you kill all the 33rd, the civilians are, like, yelling at you, and you're like, come on, let's let's let them, let's let them you know, regroup and do what they're going to do. No, they're pissed at you because you just killed the people that were looking after them. Mm -hmm. So it's like when you realize the end of the game, the whole thing becomes completely different. So I'll stop talking about it. I might talk about it in a Minnesota. I don't know. But I'm giving this the highest score I've ever given in a game, and it's getting a 26. What the fuck? 26. That's the highest score anybody's given anything. That just beat every game this year. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I I left one point because maybe someday the perfect story will come out, but this is the closest it's ever going to get. Now, also, we didn't mention that this game is based on the story The Heart of Darkness, right. which was written by Joseph Conrad, which was, you know. But another thing that was based on The Heart of Darkness was my favorite movie of all time, Apocalypse Now. Yeah. I might be a little biased. I would have never guessed that was your favorite movie of all time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite movie. Number two is The Thing. Then after that, it gets muddy. Yeah, they're the same thing. I put the thing in the top five. Yeah. I don't know, though. It's so fucking good. That's a perfect movie. Well, I know one thing. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's my thoughts about it. So let's go ahead and move to Dr. Scientist. All right. Did watching this video make you want to play Spec Ops The Line? Did the story work for you? Or was it just completely flawed by design? Mm. 
What score out of 27 stars you think you'd like to wine and dine? <laughs> I was okay, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Can't complain. Was a, yeah. It wasn't a 26. No, no. <laughs> no. Would I play it? Uh, no. Did the story work for me? Uh, I thought it was kind of good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it was good. It was a, you said it all. It's a nice uh, comment on PTSD and whatever. Soldier's problems. Things like that. Don't need to go into it again. I gave it 18 stars. 18. That is high praise from Dr. Scientist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be in my top 10. Yeah. I mean, for video game stories, like the gameplay itself was like mediocre. Like it was cover based shooting. Yeah. It was whatever. But anyway, Sir Jumpslap, Man of the Hour. Right. Uh, did watching this video make you want to play Spec Ops The Line? <laughs> <laughs> Did the story the work for off. you, or would you say, no thanks, I decline? Oh. And what score out of 27 stars do you think is good, great, or just fine? Oh, oh nice. that was the best ending you've ever had. Wow, I'm That's proud pretty of you. good. That might be a 26. I'm proud of you. No, maybe for a, you. Maybe a 14. <laughs> That's for you. Damn it. <laughs> uh, did watching this make me want to... Yeah, it did. Because... I watched it, and I know the story now. I want to play it and see how it feels. Did the story work for me? Yeah, you guys you guys said it. It worked. The one thing, I was there really a 33rd dead when you finally, when you first went in? See, that's the thing, too, because there's also a theory. That's all dream or dead. There's a theory that when the helicopter crashes, Walker dies. Yeah, I saw, I, I watched a couple of, People talking about theories about it. That one made the most sense. Yeah, you don't know if any of it's true, so. Yeah. Well, there's also a moment we forgot to talk about, but the moment where you're leading the final assault right before the 33rd surrender to you, where one of the heavies comes out shooting a huge machine gun at you, and it looks like Lugo. It's not. Yeah, But it's that character model, and that's what you see, and you're like, I didn't do it, it's not my fault, and you just keep shooting him, and then you see on the floor he's he's just one of the heavies. Yeah. Yeah, you're hallucinating the whole time. I mean, I don't know. I don't think you can trust much after the civilians died. I don't think you trust much after any of it. In in the even in the beginning. Oh, that's what makes it so good. Because you find you find a dead thirty third guy and you're like, oh my god, this is fresh kill. Well, I mean, it's all after the helicopter crashes, so you know know if any of it's true after that. Yeah. So So the story was that the CIA there were there were members of the thirty third that broke off from the group that wanted to just go home. And they joined up with the CIA guys. That's who was fighting. It wasn't locals. Were the CIA even there? Was that real? We don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty. Well, we don't know, I suppose. But I think so. Cause, yeah, because Lugo and the other guy. Yeah, I mean, they, they're they're killing people with you the whole time. Yeah, I think the CIA insurgents or splinter group or whatever you want to call them, I think they do exist. And they're fighting the 33rd. Well, I guess the 33rd is trying to stay there and help. The CIA group is trying to get the fuck out of there, and they didn't know that the CIA leadership guys were, like, just trying to sabotage the whole thing, cover it up. Yeah. Either way, Adams or Lugo should have just shot Walker in the back <laughs> of the fucking head when he picked up that radio and nothing was coming out from him. He's like, you hear that? That's Conrad, <laughs> you know? Yeah, at that point, we're like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and take your gun. Yeah. Let's take a little rest here, Walker. We're going to call the cavalry like we should have done hours yeah, ago. Think about the best memory of, of your life. Bang. 
But yeah, okay, story worked, but I don't know. There's still some holes that I'd like to talk to you about. Maybe in a <laughs> maybe in a Minnesota or something. Oh, okay. But out of twenty seven stars. Yeah, how many did you give it? I gave it sixteen. That's pretty fucking big for me. I, I can't remember. I don't remember the last time you gave something more than ten. I know, right? Man, I I have to look and see if this is our best reviewed game ever because that gives us a total score of sixty. There's no way that's our best review ever. No, I think we had like fucking Borderlands Two or something was crazy big when we first started this. Uh, we were also much less jaded. Like the pandemic didn't hit us in the beginning. We should do it again. <laughs> If we're going all the way back to 2019, we gave Bioshock a 66. I like that story better than this one. Yeah, me too. I'll tell you that. We gave Dead Space a 64. It's also a great story. Mm -hmm. Similar theme. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Borderlands 2, we gave a 67. Okay. And I think the last one in the 60s, I think the Valiant Hearts, we gave a 61. So what was this one? 60. Even. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pretty sure if my math is right. So what's our top five all time? Yeah. It's up there. I'll give you that. I mean, I, I I think it's amazing. I think it's one of the best. I think it's a great story. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think I can even break 20 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I just compared so it to other ones that I had, and it was like, I was like, it's not better than the 19s I picked before. So, yeah, I don't know. It's fucking really good, though. I liked it. Thanks, Drago the Slago. You the man. I've seen so many videos on this story before, so none of it surprised me. It just annoyed me. How many videos when I looked up this game, everyone's <laughs> like, is it the perfect fucking story? Is this is how storytelling is being? It's like, no, it's not. It's, I don't know. It's really good, but I wouldn't say it's perfect. That's why I gave it a 26. There's, <laughs> there's room for one more point of perfection. This is as close as we're going to get. That's fair, man. Kudos to you. Why does he get the kudos? Because I didn't know it was this high of a rating for him. Oh. I'm glad oh, yeah. we could finally do it after four and a half years. <laughs> almost done with season four starting year five soon but yeah so let's uh let's wrap it up guys we've been talking about this a lot i'm not done talking about it. i'm probably doing minnesota at some point but oh, man, you're really we'll jazzed on. up on this maybe i'll play it and then we can do a minnesota play Ooh, it play on twitch the Ooh, plotty time twitch channel that'd be sick it'd be cool if you could play like a team like if i could be lugo i know there was multiplayer for this but i don't know if there's co-op i'll have to check all right yeah, how can you do co-op in this story? Yeah, it doesn't mean I'm not hallucinating and he is. Well, I mean, they did it in Dead Space 2, but it kind of ruins it. In this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's let's move on, guys. Let's go ahead and move right into our favorite segment of every week, which is Dr. Scientist Radical Pokemon Lock of the Week. It's Radical Pokemon Lock of the Week. That's what we're here to hear. Every week, we ask Dr. Scientist for a 100% guaranteed Radical Pokemon, and he has never let us down. This week, Dr. Scientist... What do you got for us? Well, I figured I'd just take a Pokemon I thought was a cool idea that they did in the game. Oh, I like that. Okay. Uh, it's a Pokemon called Vivian or Vivillion. Vivillion. V-I-V-I-L-L-O-N. And it's this little bug Pokemon. It has like a butterfly's pattern on it. But depending on where you uh, registered your 3DS, you got a different pattern for the thing. What? Oh, There's like 18 different. I forget which one. That's Eastern neat. U.S. had. But like there's like it. jungle, marine, meadow, monsoon. It was probably meadow. No, maybe it was mountain of some sort, but I don't remember exactly. But uh, I tried to collect all 18 when I was playing it. Really? I got like, because you, you could go online and just trade. You could see. 
So I try and trade for the, the other patterns. I think I got like 15 of them or something. Some are very rare. Nice. That's neat. But yeah, it was all, they got, all have kind of different colors and Little schemes. Butterfly motherfucker. Yeah. Tiny ass arms. Yeah, there's like an archipelago, a, a continental. Continental is probably what the U.S. was. Elegant garden, high plains pattern, icy snow. That's cool. I dig it. I just think it's it's awesome that the uh, number of this Pokemon, by na- the National Pokedex number, is 666. <laughs> and it's the most adorable looking butterfly thing. Right. And I'm looking at it, I was like, oh, it's a cute little butterfly. It's three feet 11. It's huge. Three feet 11, 37 pounds. <laughs> wow. I mean, huge for a butterfly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess its wings take up most of that space, that height. Yeah. Damn, it levels medium fast, too. Yeah, yeah. Bugs usually do. Bugs Pokemon level pretty fast. Hmm. That catch rate's tough at 45. Yeah, just trade for it. That might be a good catch rate. Yeah. I don't know. It, it is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's only 11.9%. Yeah. It's got base friendship of 70. That's all, that's all I care about. An experience yield of 185? The base level. <laughs> Sick. God, we're practically Pokemon experts. Practically. Jumps I know, right? We should probably do a mini-sode. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, that's the Pokemon Lock of the Week. Vivillion. Vivion. Vivion. Maybe. Yeah. Scale Pokemon. That sounds right. Pretty sick. But let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Sir Jump Slaps. This or that. This or that. Every week Ooh, like we that. ask Sir Jump Slap. We give him yeah. seven prompts. Ooh. He has to tell us if the prompt is one thing. That's a vibe. Possibly another thing. Um, so this week, Sir Jump Slap, I'm going to throw seven prompts at you, and you're going to have to tell me. If the prompt I give you is the name of a Pulitzer winning novel or the name of a Monty Python sketch. Sketch or novel? Mm-hmm. Novel or sketch? Well, this is going to be fucking guessing out of my ass. Okay. Well, I told you this week was going to be hard. I told you last yeah, week. Yeah, he did. God damn. I didn't think he was going to tell the truth. <laughs> okay. So, are you ready, Sir Chompslap? We can just go ahead and get Let's this out of the way. Let's do it. Okay. So... First prompt, breathing lessons. Sketch. How not to be seen. Sketch. A good scent from a strange mountain. Sketch. <laughs> the cheese shop. Sketch. Tinkers. Sketch. See what I'm doing here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you can't get them all wrong if you just eat. Hitler in England. That's a, definitely a sketch. Argument clinic. Sketch. They all sound okay. like Monty Python sketches. I know, they really do. Oh. Okay, well, let's go ahead and tabulate. Oh, wouldn't that be here. sick if they were? Yeah, it was seven and oh. <laughs> you can fuck food all you want. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> that's not, that's, that's never not the wrong, wrong button. Yeah. Okay, I'll just tell you the score. You got four out of seven. Oh, snap. Which ones were fucking novels? Okay, so first one, Breathing Lessons, was a novel, not a uh, sketch. All right, I can see that. Then you, How Not to Be Seen, that's a Monty Python sketch. I, I remember that sketch. Yeah. A Good Scent from a Strange Mountain is a Pulitzer novel. The fuck out. I could have sworn that would have been a sketch. All right. <laughs> that's why they get you. The Cheese Shop was a Python, which you got correct. The Tinkers is a Pulitzer novel. I could see that. All right. And then the last two you got correct, Hitler in England and Argument Clinic. All right. I remember the 
you can't get ski how not to be seen because it was a wide open field and he's like there's like five people hidden in here can you stand up and then they get sent up and they get shot <laughs> and like how not to be seen don't stand up nice something like that the only sketch i really remember vividly is the well the spanish inquisition one everybody knows that one and this yeah slapping with a fish <laughs> the race of the twits that was a good one too there's a lot of good ones yeah I just guess we're not Python heads, you know, no. to know every single name, one. Name of sketches, though. Fuck you. That's weird. Unless they wait, say. Wait, nudge, nudge. Say no more. <laughs> well, if you did think that was super easy and you're a massive Python head and you want to tell us all about Monty Python, Python and specifically heads? us, Sir Chumpslap, where would they send that email to, Sir Chumpslap? Well, send it to plotytime at gmail.com. I'll probably read it and. Check it out. Maybe respond to you. No, psych. I will respond to you. Oh, <laughs> we got you. He has a 100% guaranteed response rate. And if they want to get to us faster on the socials, how would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram or Twitter. Oh, no, no, not Twitter. Oh, psych. Oh, got We us. haven't gone that far right yet. <laughs> yeah, uh, not yet. <laughs> threads. That's what it's called. Or stop by the Reddit and... uh Give us a post with your favorite Pony Python sketch, and we'll talk about it for weeks. <laughs> Absolutely. You can also go to YouTube, like and subscribe there. Smash that like button. It really helps us out. Uh, what's the other thing? You can go to plottytime.com, which takes you to our eBay yeah. store, which is just a fake front. Just kidding. It's our Psych. real store. With a new shirt you're going to make up from the weed skin week? shirt. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I should write more on this post. It just says PT weed skin. <laughs> <laughs> idea <laughs> anyway so that does it for us so as always shout out to Blaine JJ Drago the Slago Gamers Little Playground I am Panax and Luis Guzman don't trust Dr. Scientist and we'll talk to you next time peace, peace. peace.